Studying my peers for now. Should I make a dance and snap thumbs? Fast hi hats, 808 back drums. Are we selling our souls for 32 pieces of gold? If it's lacking the soul, how can it remain whole? We make music for stripper poles, but no music to think. That's that short term money that we put in the bank. But the drama's going backwards. I see devolution instead of evolution. This is soul prostitution. The children are fumbling. Even got the elders encouraging, mumbling, watching them stumbling. Day after day is so humbling. Meanwhile, our stock has been plummeting. And they telling me I need to sound like these other niggas. Grown ass men trying to sound like the younger niggas used to have balance. Back in the days, we had talent. Trying to be original was the challenge. Now all these niggas sound the same, and all the beats pound the same. Same cadence, same drums, all that shit sounded lame. 20 niggas trying to sound like Future, and I love rocking Future, but that style's for Future. Think you niggas need a different producer. Hope that bullshit crash your computer. Ain't nothing cool about being a loser. Brothers and sisters, you're tuned into another episode of the Gospel of Malcolm X podcast. I'm your host, Brother Eric. As always, it is my pleasure to be back in, in the studio with you again. So I'm back today with another episode. And uh, let me take the time out to, as I always do, give a shout out to all of the brothers and sisters that show your love and support to the Gospel of Malcolm X podcast. So, yeah, back today with another episode. Normally, you guys know I like to do long, thorough episodes, long breakdowns, uh, but this is going to be another uh, quick episodes. And when it's time for another long show, uh, we'll be back with another long show. But topics like this can be dealt with rather quickly. Doesn't really need a long breakdown. When a long breakdown is necessary, we'll be back with a longer show. So I'm going to be talking about uh, Floyd Mayweather recently came out showing his support for Israel. So we're going to be, of course, can't turn on the news or the TV right now without seeing a lot of content about the uh, war going on over in uh, Palestine, Israel region, the Middle East, um, back and forth. We did an episode about it, uh, about the potential escalation in this war. Uh, we're already starting to see China move ships in the region. Uh, we're starting to see America has its ships in the region. So it, it, it's heating up. Um, and we'll talk about that in a separate show where that could potentially lead in terms of nuclear war, World War Three, uh, the potential for extraterrestrials or ETs to become involved um, with the heat up of that war. Um, which I've, I've been telling you guys is, is really about when you look at all of these wars, um, it's really a, a, a lot of it is territorial, right? So you have the in the center of it all, the Israel-Palestine conflict uh, over territory. The Israelis saying this is our territory, trying to keep... Uh, keep from sharing the land with the uh, Palestinians 
and it's very interesting uh, tweet that I read from Napoleon from the Outlaws, Mutah. And we'll we'll get into uh, a little bit of why I'm mentioning this in a second. But he talked about how the how uh, America at one point in time belonged to the Native Americans. And we had war over land, over territory. And it basically led to the extinction of the Native Americans. And a new world was kind of brought into place, right? And it's kind of ironic because this was literally, um, when you read the history books, <laughs> America was often referred to as the new world. So interesting dynamics there, but we see the same territorial conflicts taking place with the China, Taiwan situation. China is saying, Hey, Taiwan belongs to us. China is also now having conflicts with the Philippines. And then we have Russia, Ukraine, all territorial uh, disputes, people fighting over land. And all of these conflicts are related. And so it's essentially as, as if World War Three has already began and we just aren't calling it that yet. But we have a lot of simultaneous um, conflicts going on that are all related to each other. We see Iran's involvement in the situation uh, over in Israel. Iran is also connected with Russia and has shown support to Russia in its war against Ukraine. So if Iran gets involved in the situation in Palestine, we may see Russia be, get involved in that. And if Russia gets involved in that, other players will, will come, into, come into as well. United States may decide to get involved, uh, more so involved. Um, they already have, I think, 2,000 troops in the region. Um, but they could ultimately become more involved than just having 2,000 troops in the region. So our first article that I'm going to get into today uh, just basically covers. So Floyd Mayweather not only showed like uh, moral support to uh, the Israel uh, and, and their cause, but he also put his money where his mouth is. Uh, so this article is from TMZ. And uh, it has some quotes from Floyd Mayweather's Instagram as well. So it reads, uh, Floyd Mayweather joined a pro-Israel march in Los Angeles on Sunday, walking shoulder to shoulder with thousands of supporters the same day the legendary fighter sent his jet to Tel Aviv, packed with supplies. Now, it was interesting because this is the first time I've seen Floyd participate in anything humanitarian or political. Um, all of the Black Lives Matter stuff that went down with George Floyd, Trayvon Martin, um, I've never seen him show any support really to a lot of, uh, the black causes. He, uh, says that he stands with black fighters, et cetera, but I've never seen him show this level of support, uh, to any, any black causes. And, you know, if you guys know me, you know, I'm a big boxing fan and, um, Floyd Mayweather in the ring, uh, is a magician. Um, he's shown a lot of defensive, uh, wizardry but not just defensive wizardry. He also used to walk people down and put hands on them. And you can't get in the boxing ring and just be defensive and win uh, the way that he's won. 
Um, is he the greatest fighter of all times? No, I don't, I don't believe that because there were people in the old school that couldn't pick and choose which fighters that they wanted to fight. And uh, Floyd Mayweather was very strategic in terms of making fighters uh, get tested for steroids, et cetera. Uh, whereas fighters in the past just fought people that may have been juiced. You know what I mean? Like they fought the juice version of Manny Pacquiao, not making Manny Pacquiao take steroids tests or whatever. And I'm not saying that Floyd Mayweather uh, shouldn't have made Mayweather. I mean, shouldn't have made uh, Pacquiao take a, a steroids test. I think that was very smart. And I, I'm glad that he insisted on it. And by the time he actually fought Pacquiao, I think when the fight was first announced, Mayweather was supposed to make somewhere around $50 million. Not when it was first announced, but when they were first kind of having discussions about it. By the time the, the deal got negotiated, um, years later, maybe five years later, uh, when it, the fight actually happened, he claims to have walked away with $300 million. So, I mean, more power to him. Uh, I say all that to say, though, despite all of the, the wizardry in the, in the uh, ring, never seen him participate in any Black Lives Matter cause or ever speak out on behalf of black people. As a matter of fact, he went out of his way when he wasn't even asked. And I'll see if I can find the clip. Uh, because he wasn't even asked a question, but he went out of his way to say that all lives matter. Uh, and then also went out of his way to support Gucci. Uh, when people were calling for a uh, boycott of uh, Gucci, Floyd Mayweather went out of his way to uh, support them. And, and the boycott of Gucci was also around uh, a black cause and the mistreatment of black people, et cetera. So the Solidarity March for Israel went down yesterday in Century City, starting at the Orthodox Young Israel Synagogue and ending at the Museum of Tolerance. Mayweather says here, I will continue to support Israel and its right to defend itself and its right to exist. I condemn the Hamas terrorists, Mayweather told us. During the march, we're told that Floyd spent time with fans, taking photos, giving autographs, and hanging out during the half-mile walk. You'd be hard-pressed to find a celebrity who has been more supportive of Israel and the Jewish community since, the last, since last weekend's attacks. Not only has Floyd spoken out on several occasions, but he also sent his plane with over 500 pounds of goods to Israel on Sunday. In addition to Floyd, an ex-NBA player, uh, Glenn Big Baby Davis and dance, dancer Martana Tucker were among the thousands and thousands of people are marching. Mayweather has started a fundraiser selling custom TMT Israel hats with the proceeds going to Laquette, an Israeli food bank. It's just really interesting, you know, because Floyd has always been about the money, right? Floyd Money Mayweather changed his moniker to money. And it's interesting how this idea of money, and, and of course, we all need money to live. I would like to have more, more of it. I'm sure you would like to have more of it. Um, but remember, money is a means. It's not the, the end. And when you name yourself money and you are all about the money, sometimes other things in your life can suffer, and which we've seen in his family dynamics. And I'm not going to go into that, but uh, Brother Fred, Barbershop Conversations, uh, you can check out his channel. 
And uh, he recently did a video uh, discussing some of the, the uh, Floyd's family life and so forth. But when, when one is all about the money uh, like this, it begs the question, okay, well, what, what is the motive and the support here? Is it because um, the Jewish people, the, the Israeli side, um, is packing in the wallet department? Is this why the support is there? And there are a lot of, um, you know, a lot of people that, that have different motives, but you just kind of wonder, like, okay, well, well, what is this about? Because there's been other causes. There are um, literally hundreds of uh, kids being killed over in, in Palestine where the food, like they, their water is controlled by Israel. Israel decides when food comes in. They decide when oil comes in. And the oil is not just for transportation. The oil is also the electricity. So they have hospitals that don't have electricity. They don't have food. They don't have running water. And that running water also uh, impacts the sewage. So we have open sewage in the street that's not being flushed. You have the people being forced from the north. This is already uh, 2 million people congested in a tight area. But then they also told them, okay, move south so that you won't get attacked. And they've still been bombing them. Israel told the Palestinians, okay, move south so you won't get attacked. Um, you'll be in a safer zone. Yet they've been bombing them in the south, bombing them on the way to the south, et cetera. Literally hundreds of kids, and I'll get the numbers in a second when we uh, move on to Body Jack's response. I'll get the exact numbers. But let's just say children dying, and, 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 but this, where is the donation for them? Because Israel is essentially a, a first world country. Donations come in from America all the time in the forms of, let's just say, trillions of dollars. Do they really need assistance from Mayweather as much as the, the children in Gaza do? Because there's clean water in Israel. There's electricity there. And I'm not saying that there shouldn't be. There should be clean water and electricity there, et cetera, for that civilian population. Um, but why shouldn't that clean water, electricity, working um, amenities and everything, why shouldn't that be made uh, to, available to the Palestinians? And if Floyd Mayweather is uh, such a humanitarian, why doesn't he care about what's happening to Palestinian children? Why is this, you know, it just kind of begs the question, the motive. So I have one more article I'm going to read on it. And uh, then I'm going to uh, play a clip of uh, someone from Palestine's uh, response to Floyd's donation. I'm going to read from Badu Jack, and if I have time, I will get into uh, some more stuff with Reza Islam uh, because the Harker Bay kind of went in on, on Reza Islam last night, and I want to give that uh, small clip some play to uh, kind of piggyback on uh, what I was talking about yesterday. So it says Floyd, this article, I'm sorry, is uh, from Los Angeles Magazine. It says Floyd Mayweather's jet lands in Israel with 5,000 pounds of supplies as as uh, boxing champ marches in L.A. Um, so it's 
basically covering the same thing from the last article. The same day the boxing champ participated in, in March's LA's Museum of Tolerance to stand in solidarity with Israel, his team completed an operation that began mobilizing earlier this week. So this is this wasn't just a one day uh, thing for Floyd where it was just done on a whim. Like they put time and plan and and, and uh, mobilized a whole operation to to deliver. 5,000 pounds of goods. Floyd Mayweather Jr.'s private plane, Air Mayweather, touched down in Israel on Sunday. Los Angeles has learned the boxing champion and his team accomplished a charitable air operation, first reported by Los Angeles last week, to deliver supplies to to the Israeli Defense Forces and civilians to aid the Jewish state as war with Hamas terrorists escalates in the Middle East. The plane's cargo carried 5,000 pounds of relief items, including water, food, and bulletproof vests. The donations were delivered by his personal pilots, which include a stable of retired U.S. Army and U.S. Air Force veterans. Mayweather's The Money Team tells Los Angeles the plane was loaded by volunteers including his personal security team and friends who traveled with the boxer to Israel late last year. The same day his pilots accomplished their mission overseas, Mayweather took part in a march to LA's Museum of Tolerance to demonstrate support for Israel. Last weekend, a surprise Hamas attack killed over 1,200 Israelis, injured nearly 3,000, and took over 150 captives, including Americans. Now, I want to just touch on this part really quick. The The amount just seems to keep rising out of nowhere. And when I read the piece from Obama, if, if I get to it, you'll see that Obama says over 1,400. When it first happened, it was like they were saying like 900. And maybe it'd been less than that. Maybe they were saying like 500. Then they went to 900. Then we went to 1,100, 1,200, 15. It's like the number just, it just keeps rising. I, I found that very interesting. Participants in the half-mile march of solidarity met the Orthodox synagogue, met at the Orthodox synagogue, young Israel of, of Sanctuary City, and then walked to Simon Withsdale Center Museum of Tolerance, where a program was held with California Governor Gavin Newsom sending a message of solidarity via video. The boxing legend says he was inspired to join scores of NBA players, religious leaders, and politicians in the march today because of the kidnapping of two little Israeli girls and the slaughter of more than 250 innocents at the Israeli music festival and other crimes against humanity perpetrated by Hamas terrorists. If a picture is worth 1,000 words, how much more can be said when looking at these photos? Innocent American and Israelis are being held hostage and their only crime was being in the wrong place at the wrong time. He posted last week, and an Instagram post sharing the photos of few victims. Quote, like the rest of these families set out to go about their day, except they, are, they were ambushed and have been brutally kidnapped and violently harmed, the post continued. Quote, this is not politics. This is crimes against innocent humans. <coughs> I stand with Israel and I condemn the Hamas terrorists. I am calling upon all celebrities and athletes to use your voice and platforms to denounce the heinous acts when it counts. 
And so he has a picture of uh, two Israeli girls and another family that uh, he posted. It's just interesting that Floyd Mayweather is um, this humanitarian now. All of the black kids, stuff that have gone down with Tamir Rice, um, just instance after instance. Uh, Sandra Bland, instance after instance of black tragedies that Floyd Mayweather could have spoken up about, um, that he's gone out of his way to say, hey, all lives matter. And it's just very interesting. So let me see if I can pull up the clip of uh, the Floyd Mayweather All Lives Matter clip, and then I'll get um, a clip of the Palestinian response. And then I may have to get up out of here before um, I'm able to get into the RZA stuff. But we, if I don't play it today, I will uh, get back to it. Uh, let me see. I'm always thinking of uh, stuff on the fly. So sometimes it just happens like that. And it's interesting because in this clip I'm about to play, he really wasn't even asked a question. He just volunteered to coon like this. And I don't really like using that term. Um, but he just volu- he just volunteered his opinion. It's kind of wild. I believe I've actually found the clip today. Turn it down just for a second. Let this ad play out. I'm queuing it up now. So all, I, I'm here to say all lives matter. You know, a lot of times we, we, we get stuck. We get stuck and we are, we're followers. When you, know, you hear one person say, oh, uh, black lives matters or blue lives matters, all lives matter. And we, what I learned from boxing, what everyone can take in real life is follow directions, follow order. Don't get nobody no hard time. Because my thing is this. With everybody that's watching this interview and that's listening. Because this interview will be played long. Wow. So not not only did he say uh, his all lives matter thing. He basically, and I'm going to rewind some of this here. He's basically starting to insinuate that black people don't follow directions. And they give people a hard time. And this is why whatever happens to him happens to him. Like, wow. Like, I would, this is why sometimes I just pull out these clips. I didn't remember the whole thing, but I remember that he made us all lives matter statement. But this is just, it's worse. It's infinitely worse. All lives matter. And we, what I learned from boxing, what everyone could take in real life is follow directions. Follow order. Don't get nobody no hard time. Because my thing is this. With everybody that's watching this interview or that's listening, because this interview will be played long when I'm gone. When someone, when someone breaks in your house or someone breaks in your car, the first thing we do is we call the police. You know, with me being a fighter, 
and my hands being registered, if I hit a guy for, doing, for breaking in my house or breaking in my car, it's going to cost me more money. So I got to work smarter, not harder. I'm going to call the cops. So, and it's not right what's going on within this world on both sides. I think we need to communicate better. And I think So he's saying, okay, so with this, he's saying it's not right what's going on on both sides. Where's the both sides rhetoric with the uh, Palestinian situation? Is what's happening to Palestinians right? Where, you know, like the hypocrisy of Floyd Mayweather. He, but this is, this is what you get when you're controlled by money, guys. This is why it's not good to be controlled by money. I'm not saying that money is bad. Not saying that money is, I don't, I don't have no beef with money. However, to be, I want to control money. I don't want to be this where you control by money, where money is your, uh, your moral compass. Where you see dollar signs, that's where you want to go. Nah, you want to be controlled by truth, by love, by principles, by righteousness, and let your money assist you in, um, in being led to truth and, and providing truth to others and helping others or whatever. Money is always the means. It's not the end. It's probably not even good to call money in. We should call it means because that's what it should be. And if money is your end, then this is what you get. And I think we need to follow, follow direction. It's, it's rules and regulations to everything. Um, I'm Floyd Mayweather. I, I, you know, uh, Kaepernick needs to try to get the starting job. You know, stand up and get the starting job. That's what he need to focus on. But I can't knock him. If that's what he believe in, you know, and the people stand behind him, you know, so be it. He got the number one selling jersey. So it's obvious he's doing something right. Okay, so here we go. Back to the money politics. He got the number one selling jersey. So he's doing something right. So so because when he doesn't have the starting job, that's not good because that's affecting your money if you don't have the starting job, right? But if you got the number one selling jersey, then the politics is okay, right? So this, this tells you what this kind of, and I wasn't expecting to play this interview at all, but this just kind of highlights uh, what Floyd Mayweather's uh, motivation is. And I thought of this question beforehand, before I came here tonight. If, if any, because now that you're retired, we really love those fantasy matchups, you know. Uh, uh, us, we, us, we don't do that. Don't okay, do that. okay. One thing about we'll me, uh, we, we don't do... You know, one thing, this is reality. We don't do fantasy matchups. One thing about me, I kick the ass for real. You know, you know, uh, we know if they was, if they was an A fighter, if, if they was extraordinary, I made them look ordinary. You know, when the history books is written, they, gonna, they ain't going to say, oh, he was a coward, he was scared, he was born. They gonna, you know what they're going to say? One of the best. He was the smartest. What do you think about his performance? Uh, unbelievable. Hell of a boxer. Uh, you know, Bado uh, Jack kind of remind me of Donald Curry. Donald Curry, even Ishe, he's up there in age, but he's still busting his, busting his ass, making it happen. He should be fighting for a title again also. One day, would it make sense for Badu to fight the winner of Andre and Kovalev one day, the winner of that fight? Time? Um. Dude, is that a good fight? Sorry? Winner of uh, Ward and Kovalev one day, was that, would that make sense? All right, so that's an excellent sub segue. I'm just going to follow the segue into our um, 
into the body jack because I didn't even know body jack was sitting there. So if you guys don't know who body jack is, uh, body jack is a former uh, fighter under the Mayweather uh, banner. Um, and he actually had to leave Floyd Mayweather in his later career uh, in order to uh, find success because of the business dealings and stuff that was going on over there. But Badu Jack is a brother of the Muslim faith, and uh, he's been sharing um, a lot of um, he's been been sharing a lot of stuff um, in support of uh, the Palestinian cause, Muslim cause, etc. And um, it's it's just kind of interesting where not only has his uh, business dealings taken him away from Floyd Mayweather, his spirituality um, has also put them on opposite sides of the fence here. So I'm going to play these clips um, that he shared, um, breaking down the situation. And then I think I'm going to get ready to uh, get up out of here. Second, Arab. Arabs don't hate Jews and Arabs are not anti-Semitic. Fact check everything I'm about to say. Don't take my word or anyone else's for it. First, to be a Muslim, you must respect Christianity and Judaism and coexist. Second, Arabs are the main and the majority of the Semitic race. Look up Semitic languages and you'd be surprised that Arabs represent 90% of the Semitic race. So being Arab anti-Semitic, that's an oxymoron. Okay? Three, many Jews live in many Arab countries today and many of them hold very high positions in these countries peacefully. Four, Jews came to Palestine as refugees fleeing the Second World War. The atrocities that were caused by Nazi Germany, everyone in Europe wanted to save the Jews and get them out of Europe because uh, Germany can take over and they could all be dead. The first concentration camp in 1933 showed us how ugly that can be. Since Jews did not fight up to that point, Jews believed in their Ten Commandments, those should not kill. They, didn't, they weren't an asset to any military, so all these countries got their Jews out. A lot of them went to Morocco, and a lot of them came to Palestine. The Jews that came to Palestine were refugees, and they were welcome. Palestine was British-mandated. They didn't have much say in it, but so is Canada today, and everybody in the Commonwealth today is British-mandated, so the same exact formula. It wasn't until 10 years later, 1944, when the Haganah Jews started arriving from Europe. Now, those were ruthless fighters that fought along every military for about 10 years. And they, are, they canceled that. They amended that do should not kill to do should not kill only Jews. Everybody else free game. Now, these are the people that arrived to Palestine 10 years later, 1944. And they started the Zionism movement. And when England was out of the colonialism business, they handed over their weapons to Zionists. America took out. This is Arabs don't hate Jews and Arabs are not anti All right, so that was part one of that. And then let me uh, bring it into part two. Ten Commandments, those should not kill. They weren't an ass. Countries got their Jews. All right, so no, it actually looks like that was just... Uh, Part one. So uh, another response to this that was um, that was given, uh, I mentioned it earlier, was from Mutai. 
um, Napoleon of the Outlaws, Tupac's group, the Outlaws. He says, any Americans who agree that the Zionists have a birthright to go to Palestine and occupy their homes and land without right should give up their homes, land, and belongings to the Native Americans. Since um, the America continent was their ancestral homeland, who's volunteering first? So I found that to be interesting. And then there's another statement from uh, Badu Jack where he says something to the extent of, hey, all of the Coon brothers supporting Israel need to do your research, something to that effect. But he referred to the black people that were supporting Israel as that word. You know what I mean? And you just kind of wonder, was he taking a dig at Money May, his former friend and, and, and boss? Um, so let me pull up one last clip. And if it doesn't carry me over, we'll go ahead and, uh, play some of the, the stuff about Riza Islam as well. So I definitely appreciate you guys bearing with me today, brothers and sisters. Okay, so this is from a guy named Ali Dawa. I think the language in this gets, I don't fully How remember everything he talked about, but I think the language in this one gets a little rough at a certain point. Okay. People who need it more, no water, no sending a private jet. People who need it more, no water, no food, no sh nothing, zero. And you are saying I'm here against terrorists. Don't miss this amazing opportunity from Nature's Blends to get your finest premium black seed oil and shilajit to get that energy levels back up. Check them out now. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, brothers and sisters and dear friends. Floyd Mayweather has not only put his support for Israel, he has also set a private jet with food, water and ammunition and uh, body armor and all that kind of stuff. What makes me sick to my stomach is not the fact that, you know, if there is people in need, no problem. Standing with them, supporting them, helping them, Dude, no, I have no problem with that at all. If this is the case, you are talking about a state who is well-established, well-established so much so that they are dropping white phosphorus bombs on Palestinians. They've killed over 500 kids. Now I want to question Mayweather. I want to question him. What kind of a vile human being are you? Not that sending a plane full of these things to Israel. The point is they don't even need that. So who are you sucking up to? Huh? Who are you sucking up to? The Palestinians are being bombed left, right, center. 500 kids have been killed, massacred. You coward, you coward. And you are sending a private jet full of these eyes. Those things should go to Palestinians. Not that it shouldn't go to Israelis. Israel's established state who's been stolen. They have stolen these lands. They have running water. They have everything. They've got America. They've got United Kingdom. They've got everyone behind their back. The point I'm trying to see is the people that genuinely need it, you don't even bat an eye. Where is the support for the Palestinians? You scum, you bastard. You are, you are a scum. Where is the support for the Palestinians? Huh? Who are you trying to prove what to, huh? Sending a private jet. People who need it more, no water, no food, no sh nothing, zero. And you are saying I'm here supporting this, you know, against terrorists. No problem. Let's suppose Hamas is a terrorist. Terrorist. No problem, because of them killing innocent people. What about Israel, who have killed more than Hamas could ever do? 
Why do you condemn both? Why do you call both terrorists then? If we're going to be, if the shoe fits, why don't we do that? Look at the definition of terrorism. Doing acts of violence against innocent people for political gains. Why do you not call Israel that? You scum, huh? And I'm going to leave it on this, brothers and sisters. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, forget this, Freud Mayweather, yes? This little flipping midget, scum, yes? That's what he is. That's what he is. Allah says in the Quran, أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وَالَّذِينَ إِذَا أَسَابَهُمُ الْجُرُهُ عَلَى اللَّهُ Wronged. Blame is only on those who wrong. All right. So, yeah, he kind of got into some religious stuff there. And I don't know if he even picks back up uh, talking about Floyd. Let's see if he does. Mayweather, shame on all of those individuals who are supporting Israel, 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 but not a single thing to the innocent Palestinians who have been bombed by the terrorist state, Israel. May Allah deal with them, inshallah. May Allah support All right. So, yeah, he kind of got into some religious rhetoric there. But point still well taken in terms of who's in need, who's not in need, etc. And it just kind of like, yes, Israel's first world country, running water, state of the art, everything. Best um, military intelligence teams as well. And this is, they, they were, I believe, Egypt, Egypt said that they alerted Israel, Israel about three days uh, before the attacks happen, let them know, hey, something big is up. There's no way that they, they didn't know. But I think that they felt like it wouldn't be, I don't know if they understood that it would be this big or they just let it happen so that they would have a pretext to do everything that they're doing now. Um, to go into Gaza and next more land probably. Um, push them even further back. This is why a lot of the, the people that are on the Gaza Strip, they don't even want to move south because they feel like history has shown them that every time they get into these conflicts and there's a war and they move, they aren't allowed to come back. So they just end up losing their land. And this is why Egypt doesn't want to just take them in as well. And this is why a lot of them don't want to flee and go to Egypt and they're not trying to move to the north because of, I mean, to the south, because if they just keep moving south, then that just means more of the north will just get annexed and be more settlers, settlers, and, and et cetera, right? And they've had these peace treaty agreements, et cetera, in the past, and basically they just keep getting broken. It's, it is a very similar situation to what happened with the Native Americans, where they have the peace treaties, and then the peace treaties get broken, and basically the white settlers come and take the land anyway. Is, is basically the same thing that's, that's happening over there. So I thank you so much for listening, brothers and sisters. I'm going to go ahead and just call it a show. I'm not going to get into the uh, Riza Islam thing today, uh, but we will get back to it in a separate show. I thank you so much for listening. Until the next episode of the Gospel of Malcolm X podcast, peace and love. <laughs>
we selling our souls for 32 pieces of gold if it's lacking the soul how can it remain whole we make music for stripper poles but no music to think that's that short-term money that we put in the bank but the drama's going backwards i see devolution instead of evolution this is soul prostitution the children are fumbling even got the elders encouraging mumbling watching them stumbling day after day is so humbling Meanwhile, our stock has been plummeting, and they telling me I need to sound like these other niggas. Grown-ass men trying to sound like the younger niggas used to have balance. Back in the days, we had talent. Trying to be original was the challenge. Now all these niggas sound the same, and all the beats pound the same. Same cadence, same drums, all that shit sounding lame. 20 niggas trying to sound like Future, and I love rocking Future, but that style's for Future. Think you niggas need a different producer. Hope that bullshit crash your computer. Ain't nothing cool about being a loser.